Hello, my friends. Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey guys, it's Scott here, Kenny's editor. Uh, We're going to be picking up from last week's episode, 60 free-ish lead generation ideas part one. This is part two. Uh, So we're just going to pick up right where we left off. Enjoy. You do get a kickback. You got to put it in a RESPA. So make sure you're following that rule, but just offer it because they're good companies to work with. Don't be trying to nickel and dime all these companies just for zero gain. You can partner with people, make sure you're doing it lawful, check with your broker, but provide value. Be the source. All right, send out birthday cards and anniversary cards to your sphere of influence and past clients. Call your past clients on their anniversary that they purchased their home. Sometimes a year down the road, they're going to forget when they closed. Call them a day day or two before in case their Facebook feed pops up. You want to be the first one to go, hey, happy anniversary. And they're like, what? My anniversary's in June. But like, man, you closed your house almost a year ago. Congratulations. How's it going? Because 80% of people, from what I'm told, and I think it was the National Association of Realtors put this out, 80% of home buyers don't remember their agent's name a year later. Guys, this is low-hanging fruit. Don't let them go. It's buy or die. It's forever until death do us part. It's not just a dating relationship. You are marrying me whenever we do a deal together. I'm going to make sure that I touch you multiple times so that you don't forget me because the average here in Nashville market is three to five years that you're going to sell. I got to make sure I touch you at least three times, but hopefully 10 to 12 times a year, provide value so that when you get ready to sell, there's nobody else you're going to call because that would be reckless because I've got an agent and his name is Kenny. That's what you've got to create. But sending out some anniversary cards or uh, handwritten notes, sending text on anniversaries, even their real anniversary, things like that. I talk about these handwritten notes that I send out all the time. People love it. I send one probably two weeks ago, and got an email yesterday that blew my mind. I can't wait to tell you about that in the coming episode, but it was a handwritten note, loving on them because they loved on me a long time ago, and now you're fixing to reap the rewards on this podcast for that handwritten note. It gave me chills when I opened that email. Went straight to Scott and shared it with him. He's like, wow. So you're doing something that also you're not just doing it to help them remember. It's still meaningful. It's providing value. It's not slimy. It's productive. You know, text them, you know, call them, do something on their anniversaries. All right, you may be asking, Kenny, how is some of this lead generation? You know, I'm just touching people. I'm just putting things out there. This is exactly what lead generation is. It's conversations, connecting with people, and then, oh, by the way, Do you know anybody looking to buy or sell? Give them my number. Actually, give me their number. I'll make you look good. I will treat them like family. My closing line is, call me if you need me. I say that to people all the time. Hey, man, holler at me if you need me. Give me a call if you need me. Hey, I'm here if you need me. I say that to everybody, even if we've not even mentioned real estate, because I know them, 
I care about them because that's my personality anyway. And if somebody called me in need, I'm going to try to help them or find a way to help them anyway. But this is what lead generation is. It's connecting with people and then them utilizing you because they're learning what you do and they like you and they think that you're a professional. Keeping yourself front of mind with everybody you know and meet. Don't miss that opportunity. They actually need you. They just may not know it yet. Don't be a secret agent. Be an expert. Be known. I want people to see you at a T-ball and go, hey, aren't you a real estate agent? You've been farming my neighborhood for like three years now, and I got to see your ugly mug every other week in my mailbox, and I can't wait for my kids to throw darts at it. That's fine. They recognized you were an agent. I don't care if they throw it away, which most of them will do. Farm, know it, own it, do it. Be consistent. If you can't afford it, figure out a way to do it quarterly, three or four times a year, something like that. Do something. Uh, send out tax impact letters in January. People are always talking about taxes. Partner with a CPA. Put their number on it. They can help pay for the mailing potentially. Uh, pay for the marketing. Make sure you get all those rules worked out with your broker. But people can partner with you and do mailings together. Hey, you're looking to buy or sell, or hey, it's tax season. I'm your guy. Call my people. They're good. They're rock stars. Again, a vendor directory. That's a good time of year to do it. Create stationary and blank thank you notes. I know I've touched on that, but you can't drive it home enough. Immediately send everybody that you touch throughout a day Get back to the office and send them a handwritten note, a referral note. If they send you a referral or somebody says, hey, Bob told me to call you, call Bob. Send them a note. Thank them because then they're going to do it again because you took the time to do it. It takes 90 seconds. You're an agent. You have access to tax record. Find people's addresses. Even if it's creepy, it's kind of fun to meet with somebody. You get their business card. You're like, man, I really like that guy. I want to connect with him. Find out where he lives. Check the area counties. See if he owns a home and then send him a handwritten note to his house, not his business on his card. It blows their minds. They will call you. I always tell them, I'm like, look, I'm I'm big brother's cousin. Like, I know how to find people and I know where you live. So don't mess with me. Either way, have fun with it. Uh, enjoy it. It will touch people. It will make an impact. Call 10 people a day, five days a week. That's 50 phone calls in your database, uh, in connections that you have. Keep business cards. Let them stack up and then go through them and put a note called on this date. Hey, man, just touching base with you. We connected at blank event. I always write that on the business cards anyway so that I can remember because once I sleep, it's Groundhog Day, man. Everything resets every morning, so I have to write notes on business cards. But it's fun to call and say, hey, you had a goal that you shared two years ago. Did you hit it? I was just thinking about you. How's life treating you? People be like, if you remember something in networking groups, a lot of times you share stuff like that, write it down. Call them. It will touch them. They will impact them. Uh, so make those five, 50 calls a week. Collect business cards. Uh, call your sphere of influence. I want the SOI on an Excel or Google Docs and laminate above your visor so when you're driving down the road, you're not killing that time. I know you've heard me say this, but you've not done it yet. I know you haven't because you hadn't sent me an email or picture saying that you've done it. And if you had done it, you would have already called me and emailed me and sent me a, a message, a voice message uh, on the app. What's that? 
Anchor app. Thank you, Scott. Saying that, hey, Kenny, I printed it. It's above my visor. I called Bill the other day, and he answered, and I'm selling his house. we got a listing appointment next week. Thank you for being amazing and sharing that because it was a great idea. If you would have already done it, like I told you to, you have already been calling. Let me know that. So do it, and then call me and tell me about it. So before you leave your office on Friday, it's the last. I mean, you're wrapping it up. Call two more people right before you leave somebody you know go hey man thinking about you hope you're having a great weekend i just thought we should grab coffee next week call two people before you leave it's amazing what two extra things will do to change your business two things a week could change your business much less if you'll actually do the things that i'm telling you to do here you need to find a way to touch everybody you know about 12 times a year i think that's the number that everybody's talking about Touch them front of mind, always providing value or offering a service and always have a call to action. People are used to being told what to do. Tell them to call you. Take advantage of that. Sponsor a kid's uh, sports team and then go to every ball game. Don't pour $500 or $250 into a sports team, get your name on a jersey, and then everybody go, who's this dude? Show up and celebrate. Learn the kids' names. Cheer them on as they're running around or if they strike out. I mean, Terry would do a better your best. If you hit a, you know, something, he would give ice cream sandwiches. I mean, he was great about attending the games. He actually found our closing coordinator of almost 25, 30 years at a football game or at a baseball uh, a team that he sponsored for baseball. That's how he found her. The coach's wife ended up coming to work with him, and it's been a game changer for him and his business. But that's because he showed up and applied and touched the people that he was sponsoring. Maybe they'll put your name on the jersey. That would be even better. I've got a guy that has, I uh, was his youth pastor. Uh, Terry sponsored his team. He's got a jacket with Terry DeSalm's name on it, and he showed it to me not too long ago whenever he's like, hey, you're working with Terry? Let me show you this. And he sent me a picture of the jacket he had when he was eight years old. It's Minnie, and he still got it. He still has it 20, 30 years later. So create expired listing campaign. So you can go to your MLS. You can figure out what's expired. Figure out a way to touch those people. Uh, mail to them or buy the list where you get their phone numbers. Ask why their home didn't sell. Don't say, hey, can I sell your house? Ask them why the home didn't sell. They're going to tell you why the home didn't sell, and they're probably it's because their agent's fault, when in reality it's probably the price or the condition. But just shake your head. Don't talk bad about another agent. And just tell them, like, man, if I had the opportunity, here's what I think I would do. Offer them a free 30-minute staging. Say, look, maybe it's the staging. Maybe the flow of your house that was not productive uh, for buyers coming in and offer to do a 30-minute staging, get a tour of their house. If you can connect with them, they may go ahead and list with you because the thing has already expired. Re-energize them. It's, it's hard being a seller. You have to open up your home and keep it clean. Who wants to keep their clean their house spotless every single day for two, three, four, five weeks? It's exhausting to keep it spotless. I mean, literally spotless is what needs to happen. And we just don't live those lives. It's not reality. But offer something. Go into their home. For sale by owners are a lot of fun. I've always wanted to dig deeper into this. I just can't seem to find time to. Maybe I will one day. But create a for sale by owner, a FISBO 
campaign. Develop materials and have them in your vehicle for FISBOs specifically. So when you see the sign in the yard, you can go knock on the door and ask for a, hey, can you can you give me a tour of your house? I couldn't find it on MLS or I couldn't find it on the internet. Or if it was, say, man, the, the pictures did, didn't give me a good feel. I've got buyers in this area and ask for a tour. They're, they'll be more than happy to usually pay a buyer's agent. Now, see, your goal, maybe you do have a buyer that can buy it, but your goal is to capture them because it's probably not going to sell in the amount of time and they're trying to save 3%. And if you can speak into their world, give them some tips, they may eventually go, hey, Kenny, just just do what you do. Sell this house, get it sold. Uh, you're not being pushy, but you are connecting with the people. But get a tour of their house. Look it up online or Google the address and see if they've got it posted anywhere. Look up recent sales in their neighborhood and be able to quote that. Hey, Bob and Susie sold their home down the street for $780, and here you are at $740. I wonder how come. Of course, you know it's because they got two. 100 more square feet or 400 more square feet, but find out if the seller knows, the for sale by owner, they be like, no, I didn't know what Bob sold his house for. Did it really go for that much? And be like, yeah, we should probably dig in to make sure you're not leaving money on the table. Something like that because you're the expert. What about uh, you talked to you know Jerry and Sally eight months ago uh, about selling their home. They decided not to, but here's the prices back then. If you can get seller's names from the tax record, now, always be honest. If you talk to Jerry and Sally, you can say that. But if you didn't, don't. But you can get names of peoples who own the homes from the tax record and then talk about those names in the neighborhood of the person who's got the for sale by owner because they don't know Bill and George or Sarah and Sally down the street or whoever the names you want to put. But you do because you took a moment and just started applying that you know more about the area than them. This is your wheelhouse. They're jumping into your wheelhouse. It may work out great for them, but it probably won't. From what I understand, they end up spending losing 12% when they for sale by owner between the sales price, the negotiations, the inspections, and the appraisal. All that put together, they end up losing 12%. Well, I'm a discount because I only charge eight. Just kidding. All right. So, whatever your area uh, uh, commissions are. Uh, you can utilize that. But that is a stat that came out. I think that was uh, National Association of Realtors put that out. The 12% a homeowners who for sell it by themselves, for sell by owners, FISBOs, uh, lose 12% in that process. So that's a great number to quote. It's real. Uh, it's documented. Look it up. Make sure you can find it. Uh, but that's I've known that for about three or four years that was put out. So take a day off and you're not really off, but play golf with three other people. Get a foursome together if you like to play golf or tennis or something, whatever you enjoy. There's great women golfers that would like to get other women golfers together. Men like to play golf sometimes. I'm horrible at golf. I look good. I got all the right stuff on, but when you put a club in my hand and I swing it, it is a disaster, but I'm guaranteed I'm going to have more fun than anybody anybody there. You can even play best ball and or who can hit the longest drive you know you'll buy a hot dog at the turn make it fun engage it uh go out and eat afterwards host a christmas party in your home and invite all your friends and past client and current vendors uh, a guy in our office does that i was amazed at how many people showed up hundreds of people showed up to his house over a three to four hour cycle and they were beautiful people they were dressed up i was underdressed and was actually mad at him because he's like dude dress up for this because it's kind of formal. 
and I'm like, I show up in a polo and, you know, khakis, and I look like, you know, I was working there, and all these people are dressed, they're pretty. I'm like, I didn't make that mistake after that. I showed up nice after that. But either way, it was amazing. I'm like, God, what a way to connect with his neighbors and friends and family. And just he has Santa show up. They all take pictures. They posted it on his Facebook page. Thank you so much for you know, a great party. It's just amazing. He does it every year. It'll start small. It will build. He's actually has a hard time keeping it limited. He's like, I got to add another hour because there's just not enough room in my house for that many people. But make it a three, four hour event. Find people that want to get to know, you want to get to know better and then invite them to coffee. Talk about them. Let them talk about themselves the whole time in conversations. You don't dominate conversations. If you want to connect with somebody, let them do the talking. Find out everything about them. I know that's hard, and here I am blowing all this information in your head, doing all the talking, but let people talk about themselves. That's when they're going to connect with you because they feel like you care. Make the connection. Don't worry. I'm sure somewhere during the conversation it will come up, uh, what you do and maybe something about you, but Make that the second time you get together. Go door knocking in a neighborhood and offer to send people home values or tell them about the house that just sold. Or when you get ready to list a house, knock five doors one way, five doors the next way, and 10 doors across the street and let them know it's coming. Knocking on doors is a great way to connect if that fits your personality. Host or attend seasonal events. You know, 4th of July parties, wherever it is, go to parties. Halloween costume contests, murder mystery parties. And when you go, go all out. I mean, just don't just show up with a, you know, a costume. I mean, go all out. Make an impression. You know, host a par- a poker night at your house. Get eight or ten guys together and have a poker night. Make sure you don't do anything illegal, but, you know, make it for fun. Host a viewing of the Bachelor season finale if you're into that. I mean, some kind of finale that uh, – reality TV show, hosted at your house for eight to 10 people, connecting, connecting, connecting. This is lead generation. Ask agents with listings in your neighborhood if you they would allow you to do an open house in their listings. Top producing agents don't have time to do open houses. Maybe they don't have a new hungry agent in their office say, hey, I really like this neighborhood. Could I try to capture buyers? I'll hold the open. You know, Obviously, I'll bring you contracts if somebody puts an offer on it, but could I hold an open? There's probably people in your own office that you can do that for, but if you've got a small office, find a top producing agent, ask them if you can do that for them. Join local civic groups. Volunteer to speak if there's a chance. Like, hey, does anybody want to share a topic? Me, what's it gonna be? I'll figure something out, sign me up. Put together, share something, be inspiring, and it doesn't have to be about real estate necessarily. Inspire them, they're gonna figure out what you do, they're gonna connect with you. You can buy radio ads. Now, this does cost money. You can buy TV ads. That's very, very expensive. But as you grow, these are a different leg that you can touch and try. 30-second radio ads aren't as expensive as you would think. You just have to do it consistent enough on a station that reaches the demographic that you're looking for. Make sure you explore the demographics before you start throwing that kind of money at something. Buy a license plate uh, that says sold. When people see your car pull up, the first thing you're pulling in the driveway, they're going to say sold on the front of your uh, your car. If you want to do that, some do, some don't. Uh, but it's at least a conversation starter. Uh, get a specialized plate available, or maybe your MLS or local state has tags for realtors. Put it on your car. Now, you can't drive like a fool if you got your information on your car. Think about that. 
don't have road rage, let it go. Somebody else is in a hurry, let them go around you. But maybe like home for you or sold or selling, you know, just about most are seven digits. Find a creative way to put something on your license plate. Uh, you know, so that again, it's a conversation starter. Post ads in local movie theaters. The people are captive audience. They're sitting there waiting for their favorite movie. I know that I look at them, so think about that. See what that costs. Uh, write a blog, and it doesn't have to be a blog about real estate. Write something that you, if you're a writer, put something out there that interests you because I'm sure it interests other people. Heck, create a podcast on something that is fun to you. Record it and put it out. It doesn't have to be real estate related. I know I keep saying that. They're going to figure out what you do, I promise. But you got to connect with people. Make it about something you're passionate about, something they can feel the energy. Now, wrap your car if you want to. I've seen agents that have their face slapped all around their car. They spend $2,000 having a wrap done. But maybe that's what you want to do, and it's a rolling billboard. Wear a name tag, and when you go to events that uh, nobody's going to know you, that way keep it on the right side so when you shake their hand, they see your name, they see your company name. Hopefully you got a company name that's easy to put on a name tag. If it's 14 lines of whatever, you know, maybe you don't want to wear a name tag, but put your name, your company name, real estate, something on there so they can see what you do, and they can see your name. It'll help them remember it better. It's a good conversation starter. Oh, you're in real estate? I got a cousin's brother's aunt's uncle's nephew that's in real estate. I'm like, really? Where? You know, and it's a great conversation starter. You can also buy leads. This isn't one of my favorite ones. You can do some cold calling. You can buy some leads. A conversion is difficult, but maybe it's something where you're like, I love calling people and I don't have enough people I know to call. So buy some leads and start calling people if that's something you want to do. I'm giving you all of them. There's 60 of these that I'm giving you. I'm just throwing them all at you. You got to have that third leg. Uh, ad space on magazines. Uh, it's good for branding. It's tough to track. It's a long game. Uh, talk to your marketing or to your broker about that. Offer a discount on your services to local charity silent auctions. So if somebody's looking for a silent auction, say, hey, I'll give 30% off. Uh, I'll donate 30% to this, or I'll give a 30% discount if they you know, hire me. Something of value. Clear that with your broker. Make sure that's okay. But it's given to charities and good causes, and it's good exposure. People who go to silent auction and charities, they're givers. They're, they have feelings. They're, they're engaged in the community. You want them to know you. Networking groups. Join as many groups as you can, as you can stand. Uh, civic groups, hobby groups, running clubs, uh, playing sports, uh, religious groups, things like that. Get yourself out there. Reach out to HR directors. Say, hey, I'm really good at what I do and I can make your job easier. Reach out to them, mail to them, find them. Attend seminars. Even if it's real estate seminars, connect with other people. Join local real estate investor groups in your area. You can get a pulse on what's happening in your city if you go to these because they're constantly talking about the development that's happening and what homes are selling for and what the after repair values are and what you can learn so much and connect with people and maybe even connect with somebody who's got 1031 exchange money and wants to you to help them buy $3 million worth of property because they need to invest it. Find the things that's going to feed you and that you're going to enjoy. 
Meet with lenders. Lenders love real estate agents, but meet with them. Even though you may have a primary, don't ever necessarily turn down a one-on-one appointment. Bring them to your office so that you don't have to drive to them and then sit down with them and have a 20-minute conversation and tell them, say, look, I'll match you one for one. You send me a buyer or seller, I'll send you a loan to write. Now, they can never match the amount that you're going to be able to give them. They need you more than you need them, but you can't get a house closed without a lender. So have a primary, have a couple of backups ready, and then tell them you're going to match them. If you send me somebody, I'll send you somebody. Let's uh, let's be fair about this. Host lunch and learns at local businesses. Five to 50 people team up with a lender and split the cost. You talk about uh, the market. They talk about lending. Together, y'all close the deal. We did one with a local lender. There was about 50 people there. We did 18 transactions from the 50 people that were there. Do you think that I got my... Uh, rate of return on the lunch that we provided that and then some so some of them refied that i didn't get a piece of but a lot of them bought and sold it was an amazing lunch and learn and it cost very little but they found value because we were good at what we were doing we communicated it we had a killer presentation and we drove it home i still do that today at businesses uh join an agent referral network like crs i know i've talked about that certified residential specialist I refer to mainly just CRS all across the country because I know they're top producing agents. Volunteer to help build a house for Habitat for Humanity. Meet the other groups that are there volunteering. Get to know them. Figure out ways that you can connect with them and serve them. Give back. It's a great way. If you're giving, people will be a giver to you. It comes back tenfold. Make a list of every non-construction subdivision, new construction subdivision in your area and make it a point to meet the model home agent. There's an agent sitting there waiting for somebody to walk in the door. Bring them a coffee. Call ahead. Say, hey, Sarah, what do you like to drink? I'm coming to your neighborhood. I want to talk about this subdivision. Tell me everything you know. I'll bring you a coffee. What do you like? And then go meet them because a lot of times they can't sell outside of their subdivision. So they get a buyer that comes in. Well, that buyer likely has to sell something, but they can't sell it. Be their referral partner. Say, hey, you send it to me. I'll give you 25% or 30% or whatever you agree to. And then I'll sell their house in time for them to be able to buy the house that you're selling them. Make those relationships. You could do that alone and kill it if you're in a booming area because those agents are lonely. They're stuck all day in this place. Go love on them. They want to have a relationship. Stop in periodically. Uh, Meet local divorce attorneys, civil law attorneys, family law attorneys. These are great people to know because people, when they divorce, as horrific as it is, they still need an amazing agent to mitigate them through that process and to get the deal closed. Get to know those attorneys. Refer to them. Hopefully you don't have friends or yourself divorcing, but refer to them. Say, hey, how can I send business to you? I want to sell the houses of those. And you got to be good at regulating emotions if you're going to get into that kind of business. But those people need a good agent, a passion agent. Join the PTO at your kid's school. I mean, this could go so deep. If you've got children, be involved in their lives. That's the point of becoming an agent, right? So you can be involved in your kid's life to be able to be home at night, engaged with your family. Join the PTO. Host a breakfast for the teachers at the local school. Sponsor a field day at the school. Sponsor the sports team at your kid's school. Get involved. You're going to have to be there anyway. Maximize the time that you're there not making it about you, giving back, but they're going to connect with you and it's going to maximize your return on your time spent. 
Make friends with local office staff at apartment complexes. These people tend to know who's moving or who put in their 60-day notice or has conversations with people who are looking to move. If you can connect with them, they can refer to you. Shake hands, kiss babies, don't be a stranger. Compliment people, stay off your phone and make eye contact with others. Engage, connect, smile, be happy. This is a great job. It's not even a job, it's an opportunity. Enjoy life and people will want to be around you. They will be drawn to you naturally if you're loving the life that you're in. The most successful agents I know merely live life in their space. They utilize opportunities to serve their community, to give back. They are engaged. They can't sit on their couch. They get up. They go to work. They kill something, and they drag it home, just like the caveman days. They get out there, and they bring home something. They produce something. You can't do that from an office. You can't do that from well, you can, but... You got to be out and engaged. You don't have to do all 60 of these. I just gave you 60. They weren't in bullet points. They were listed through conversation style, so that's a little bit harder. But just download these notes. I'll have it on Kenny uh, or rookierealestate.com. It'll be there. The transcript will be there. Print it off. Start highlighting what you're going to try. You only need one extra leg, but I just gave you 60 at one time. They utilize these. this list will give you a balance in your life. Figure out which one works for you. And as you get better and better and better in real estate, you're gonna find that you're already doing a lot of these as you build confidence. You only need three legs to stand. Find out where you can provide the most value, focus on the 80% that produces the most return, and then use the other part of your life to enjoy life. You got into this business so that you could be free, that you could be your own boss, create your own schedule. I talk to people about that all the time, but utilize it. Focus on what works. Don't get analysis paralysis. Don't have a thousand lists to do and never get anything done. Get it to done. Not just to do, to done. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this. Research it. Dive into it. Figure out what the costs are. Implement it into your business. Put it in a business strategy plan. Write it down. Now, don't forget, reject passivity. Accept responsibility. Lead courageously and expect God's reward. That's all for today, my friends. Please email me with your stories. Give us something that you've learned that's working for you. I'd love this community of listeners to be shares and pouring into each other. Special thanks to my producer, marketing expert, and friend, Scott Parker. This content is written by me, your host, Kenny Stevens. Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSelms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. Until next time, better your best.